The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. We spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about the fight for Speaker of the House. Sam is going to let us know immediately. If uh, Chip Roy calls in, we'll reach out to Gates as well. We'll reach out to Jim Jordan. We'll see what can we glean from what happened today. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I hope that they're going to go and convene away from it all and decide what they're going to do going forward. They've got to show that they're together in getting leadership going in the House of Representatives. And they've got to do our bidding. As much as KJP wants to pretend like we, we in fact, um, elected Republicans in the House because we wanted them to fix inflation. That's not what it was. It was because they didn't want one-party rule telling us what we had to do and what we, what we didn't have to do. We didn't want one-party rule that was only doing legislation the far left and radicals wanted. Uh, so they've got to go there and they've got to take that mantle and do something with it, to be honest with you. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We've got Tom Renz on this hour. He's the lawyer who's been in the forefront when it comes to COVID-19 the jabs that are still being pushed even to this day by this government and the adverse effects and more. We, we get an update from him on everything he's working on, which is kind of amazing. So make sure you stick around for that at the bottom of the hour on your Tuesday. Uh-huh. Hi. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? I'm doing okay. Polo get it done. So is Samantha. La da 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 dee 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 da da. Baba da baba da ba da Crazy Train Tuesday. Glad to have you here. Into a new year. I don't really have any resolutions. I'm not really a resolution guy for the beginning of the year. I think you can have a resolution anytime. I think you can decide to make your life better, change something, make more money, get a new job, whatever. You can do all that. Quit smoking. You do all that whether it's the 1st of January or not. So I'm not really a resolution guy. But if, if you're somebody who waited till January 1st, like it was December 29th, you're like, I'm, I'm not doing that until the 1st. Well, the 1st has passed. Do something about it. And really resolve to stick to it. Don't do something so outlandish that you can't possibly get it done. Uh, do something that makes sense and that can, um, that, that can actually work. That's the problem. So many times we wait until that magic date and then we decide, you know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take over the world, or I'm gonna. I'm gonna go fly around. I'm gonna go swim from here through the English Channel. No, no, do something small that you can actually stick to. You can actually get done, and uh, I think this can be more beneficial. All right, want to talk about the NFL? I don't watch the NFL. A lot of you don't believe me, and and guess what? Here's something that. It's going to blow your mind. I don't care if you believe me or not. I don't watch the NFL. I used to have Sunday ticket. The Miami Dolphins is my team. And and I, I, I used to love, I, I would spend, I don't know, 12 hours a week watching NFL football back in the day. I've gotten some time back because I don't watch it anymore. And that was because of the politics involved with Colin Kaepernick and so on. Many people go, oh, they're not doing it anymore. It's all better. And they're generally speaking great guys. Uh, they may be, but I've made a decision that until the NFL apologizes for what it did or tells or puts out there that nobody's allowed to kneel during the national anthem or flop around on the ground or anything. I really have no, I have no reason to go back and, and you know, uh, 
show patronage to an organization that doesn't care what I thought. 50% of the audience was turned off by that. A lot of you went back. A lot of you, and I'm not here to criticize you. I'm just one who didn't go back. And I'm not. I'm probably not going to go back. But of course, I'm on the social media. And last night, I'm, I'm floating around. And I see Damar Hamlin, and a, a guy whose name I'd never heard before yesterday, was, um, people were praying for him. Even Charlie Kirk, friend of mine, TPUSA guy, a great talk show host, well, put out, you know, prayers to, to DeMar Hamlin. I'm like, who's DeMar Hamlin? I don't even know what that means. And, and I clicked on it, and it turns out it's a 24-year-old guy who plays safety for the Buffalo Bills. For those who don't know, safety is somebody who plays way back in the backfield and, and on the defense side. You've got cornerbacks and you've got safeties. The cornerbacks, actually, generally speaking, will run with the wide receivers and try to stop them from making a play. The safety is quite literally what it sounds like. They're the safety net before you get to the end zone to try to stop you if you get past the cornerbacks and get past the secondary. Um, so I, I didn't know of him, but again, a young guy. He's joined the league, I guess, two years in the league, and I watched a piece of video where he makes a tackle and a few seconds later, walking back, just just collapses. Like, what the hell's going on here? So this guy's life was uh, like he almost died on the field last night. They ended up canceling the game. Carrie, you have an update on his condition today? I do. Uh, this is from Fox News. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest during Monday night's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The team announced Tuesday in their latest update. The Bills said Hamlin spent the night in the University of Cincinnati Medical Center's intensive care unit after collapsing on the field at around 8.55 p.m. Eastern time. He is still at the hospital and remains in critical condition. We are grateful and thankful for the outpouring of support we have received thus far, the Bills statement read. Hamlin's family released a statement Tuesday expressing sincere gratitude for the outpouring of support they received amid a challenging time for the family. They also thank the more than 150,000 fans that have donated almost $4 million to his charity toy drive fund. On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country, the statement read. The league also announced Tuesday the game between the Bills and Bengals would not be resumed this week and that no decision has been made regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. NFL continues to be in regular contact with a medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organizations and the NFL Players Association. The statement read, after speaking with both teams and NFLPA leadership, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. Interesting. So again, I saw it, and in my 56 years, I've seen a lot of NFL football. And again, I I used to be that guy who had a great knowledge of just about every team because I had the direct ticket and you watched every single game. And I really enjoyed knowing those. I've only played fantasy football a couple of times. That wasn't as enjoyable for me. I know a lot of you love it. God bless you. I'm not criticizing you. Not for me. But in watching NFL football, I enjoyed watching. Like, I don't like a lot of college football because they're not the top level. The top level is the NFL. I have seen some massive hits in the NFL. I've never played organized football. I've played football, but never like for high school or college or anything. I played baseball in high school as the catcher. I took a lot of hits as the catcher where people try to run you over, make you drop the ball. And and um, it's just part of the game. You, you got... You've got games where you know going in, going to be very physical. 
But I watched the video several times. He makes a tackle, gets up, and then falls back. And he literally, according to all the information we got, his heart stopped. 24-year-old guy, top athlete on the planet. You've got to be to play the, in, the, in the NFL. Makes a tackle, gets up from the tackle, just falls over. Thank God they, they, they started his heart again with a defibrillator. Now, I've heard since, and I don't know if there's an update on this, Kerry, but I've heard since that he may have had a secondary heart attack in the hospital. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's been, if that has been confirmed. If you, yeah, if you can let me, see if let anybody's me yeah. reporting that. Because I, I talked to Tom Renz later on, and he says that he saw a report that, that said that may have happened. I'd like to know if that's fact or not. Um, but in watching it, and I'm going to go there because we were all told by Twitter last night that you're not allowed to go there, but I'm going to go there. The Buffalo Bills has a hundred percent vaccination policy. Everybody has to take the jab. If you haven't seen it yet, go to rumble and look up died suddenly and watch the movies about an hour long. Just go watch it. You've got people who are top athletes on the planet who are just keeling over dead from heart attacks, from blood clots. There are actual pathologists and coroners and funeral home directors who are showing these long spaghetti-like blood clots they're pulling out of people's arteries and veins. These are people who have gotten the jab. So last night, some people were saying, was he vaccinated? Oh, boy, if you said that, you got attacked vehemently. You got attacked horribly. You were disgusting. Listen, I sent my thoughts and prayers immediately. I don't know the guy. I looked him up. He looks like a really, really good guy. Here's a guy who's doing some toy driving. Carrie, what are they saying? $3 million was raised Almost four for the toy drive in his name? Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, that's amazing. And people from every walk of life, left, right, in between, doesn't matter where you live, around the world, internationally, this is a story. They're all pulling for DeMar Hamlin, as am I. But you can't tell me I'm not allowed to ask. You can't say I'm not allowed to say, hey, what was the story with his, his VAC status? Because when you've got the 23-year-old soccer player is dead, the 18-year-old basketball player is dead, you got, you've got these high-level athletes who are in tip-top condition. And we know studies prove that these mRNA shots do give many males myocarditis. Why can't we ask that question? Why can't we get a good answer? You've got a situation where people, this isn't the elderly. Not that I want the elderly to die. But the elderly were getting COVID in massive numbers in nursing homes because idiots like Cuomo and and Whitmer were putting COVID patients back in nursing homes. And the elderly just didn't have the the system to, to thwart the disease, the virus. But the virus doesn't necessarily adversely affect most people 40 and younger. I mean, it's like it's like a cold or a flu, and you get better. You know, I'm not 40 and younger. I'm older than that. And I got COVID and I beat it with ivermectin and some, some vitamins. In short order, I was sicker two weeks ago than I was with COVID. Or uh, not two weeks ago, but during Thanksgiving. So 
I'm confused why we can't ask the question. Why anybody is pushing this shot for anybody is beyond me. But even if you want to push it for somebody, high risk. Those are other comorbidities. Maybe a doctor would tell you that's okay, although the doctors I talk to say nobody should take it. But I can't, I really can't ask why this 24-year-old supreme athlete had a heart attack on the field last night making a tackle? Really? Oh, there's a there's a medical condition, it's cordio something or other that they keep on posting about now. And that's a condition where you can take a hit right to the heart and it makes the heart stop. Well, it didn't stop when he when he did the tackle. It stopped a, a few seconds later when he was walking away. And it looks eerily similar to those people collapsing and dying when you watch Died Suddenly. Or when you just look up Died Suddenly on, on DuckDuckGo or something. You'll see all the videos and all the pictures for yourself. And there are so many people who are prime athletes. I mean, there must be something different about how they use their bodies and, and what, ne- what they need necessarily from their bloodstream and their circulation. There's something going on there. So here's the question, because some of you now think that what I've said is in bad taste. When I think that to ask the question is not in bad taste, it's actually appropriate because I want the guy to get better. I want him to have a full recovery. I want him to be be back in the field next week. I don't want anything bad to happen to this guy. I'd never heard of him before last night, but from all accounts, he's just a great guy and he doesn't deserve this. I, I am for him pulling through 100%. But I really can't ask if he got the shot. And you know he probably did. I mean, in fact, like I said, the Buffalo Bills is one of those teams that had the mandatory. You want to be on the team, you got to get it. I think that it's worthy. It's worth asking. Because if you just want me to believe some guy playing football his entire life at 24 years old has a heart attack from making a tackle, something I haven't seen in my 56 years. Most of those years watching NFL football. I've never seen somebody just have a heart attack from a hit. And I've seen some massive hits that have paralyzed people, but they didn't have a heart attack. Just throwing it out there. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. Lots going on, lots to get to. Talking about Damar Hamlin. 24-year-old guy had a heart attack last night on the field. They ended up canceling the game. Carrie, I can't remember in my life them canceling a game. Can you? No, I cannot. I mean, I remember them canceling, I remember them canceling the entire weekend after 9-11. They probably canceled all NFL, all everything for a while until they started back up a couple of weeks later. Polo, can you remember them ever canceling a football game like that? For an injury? I mean, it was very, very odd. Um, I'm not unhappy that they canceled it. Again, I wasn't watching. I don't even know what their records are between the Bengals and the and the Bills. I don't. I don't know who's in the playoff run, who's not. I, I honestly don't. I don't know, and I don't care to know. Uh, if they if they do the right thing, I'll come back to the NFL. But it doesn't mean that individually I don't care about people, and I do. And this guy didn't deserve this. 
Um, it's funny. Last night I said, you know, seems like a really good guy. I looked into him a little bit. I said this on Twitter. Somebody said, good guy or bad guy. You should pull for him. You should pray for him. I'm like, shut up. You know what I, you know what I mean? don't tell me what I have to think and, and who I have to pray for and who I shouldn't have to pray for. It's just so dumb how people think that they have this, this great authority because we're all on the same platform. Uh, but bottom line for me is I have never in my life seen somebody just have a heart attack on the sideline, not even on the sideline or on the, on the playing field. I just, I haven't seen it. These are the top athletes on the planet. And it was so serious that later we found out that his heart did stop right there on the field. And they, they brought him back to life. Thank, thank God. And then he goes back, and, and what we were seeing through the night last night was they would somehow, um, I guess they put him under to regulate his heartbeat. Um, so they purposely put him under. And I don't know, was, did you see anything about a second heart attack or not? I couldn't find anything about a second heart attack uh, while he's been in the hospital. So people are anything. asking me now on social media, they're asking me now via email. If you want to email, just go to JoePags.com and click on uh, uh, contact. You could also go to all the social media. We're very active on all of them. Um, but they're asking, well, uh, what about informed consent? What about what about not being informed about the jab and then having your, your job force you to do it? Tom Wrench and I are going to go there. We're going to talk about all that and more in that interview that's coming up in about six minutes. So don't touch that dial. Make sure you stick around. Let me go to your thoughts about this and uh, go to Hank, who's in Texas. Hi, Hank. What's going on? Uh, looking at the uh, uh, Demore uh, Hamlin deal and COVID and Hama Hama, it's happened before. So you know, I mean, what is Hama Hama? What is Hama Hama? What I'm going to focus on, is right? But what's Hama Hama? Right, but what's Hama Hama? Hama Hama is, you know, uh, you play the game and stuff happens. Yes, that's and true. That's not to take away from you know the current state that. Uh, that Mr. Hamlin's in. Right. But my focus is on the COVID deal, on an an overall aspect, is why hasn't the CDC or Department of Health Human Services come up with a serum test for antibodies that everyone can look at from an individual basis and say, here I am, this is my antibody level. And well, you can. I'll make a determination whether I want, you know, somebody to CDC to force on me yeah. another and another vaccination. Hank, I hear you. There is a test to find out what your antibody level is. And uh, you can have that test administered probably from your doctor. Uh, if not from your doctor, he or she can tell you where you can go and get your, your antibodies checked. But, but the problem is, and I think maybe this is what you meant, is that the government isn't accepting that you already have natural immunity or you already have antibodies and you don't have to go and get this shot. And by the way, nobody should be forcing you to get a shot or else you can't have your livelihood. Nobody should force you to get a shot or else you can't play a football game. Nobody should force you to get a shot or else you can't be in the Air Force. That's just dumb. Uh, Informed consent is something that is the law of the world, of the planet. And for some reason in this country, we don't think that we have it anymore. And that just drives me absolutely nuts. And people, again, are asking about informed consent. I don't have time to take you on the air. But uh, we're going to get into that with Tom Renz because my question to him is very direct. Is there liability in the government? Is there liability in the CDC or Fauci? Is there liability in these pharmaceutical companies or not? It's EUA. It's emergency authorization usage or usage authorization. So can you do that? Keep it here. Coming back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.